from the Academic Success and Advising Center, and you're listening to the Multicultural Topics in Education podcast series, the show that provides centenary students with a platform to discuss specific topics. And today we're talking about stereotypes, no labels attached, with student guest speakers, D'Angel Charles and Kayla Burnett. D'Angel Charles is a freshman here at Centenary, and Kayla Burnett is in her fourth year. They both have had their own challenges with stereotypes and are here to share their stories. Before we begin, I wanted to talk a little bit about stereotypes and what it means. So stereotypes are overly simplified conceptions, images, or beliefs about individuals and specific social groups. Popular stereotypes rely on assumptions. They're often mistaken for reality and usually have negative connotations. So ethnic and racial stereotypes are simplistic, but they're often negative. Generalizations ascribed to ethnic, racial, national groups and members based on perceived cultural differences and characteristics. So let's talk about stereotypes and how they can negatively impact your self-esteem and self-awareness. So just to kind of share, I personally have had my own experiences with being stereotyped. For one, I'm always, even till this day, stereotyped when I disclose that I'm Colombian. So, for example, since I was a kid, every time that I'm like, oh, yeah, I was born in Colombia, I always get, oh, do you have connections, right? Do you have connections? And you know that goes back to drugs, right? So it's very, very stereotypical, and it used to kind of, I used to laugh, uh, laugh it off. It was maybe my defense mechanism. Then I realized, you know what, this is not okay. This isn't okay, so it was my time my turn to kind of educate the people who were blatantly, you know, I felt disrespected by them, but they probably weren't aware. They thought it was funny. You know, it was very, you know, they very jokingly kind of being funny about it, right? So um, another thing is because, yeah, I'm Hispanic, but I'm also light-skinned, so I often get confused with being non-Hispanic. So I get also get treated by certain people differently, whether it be, um, positively or negatively. Right. Either way, people will treat me however they want me to treat me based on my skin complexion, right? So, Diana, based on the experiences that you have had so far, how, what have you learned on how to address these stereotypes and how to not let them affect you? Well, I learned that some stereotypes, not all, some stereotypes come from some truth, right? So, yes, for example, um, in Colombia, we know that there are a lot, there's a big drug problem. Right. Right. So we know that that's where it comes from. So I, it's my, that's where I kind of use that time to educate and not take it personally. Right. Um, Not take it as if somebody is attacking me Mm -hmm. or where I'm from. Um, And then I also kind of use that time to, to see how my own stereotypes, my unconscious biases and stereotypes kind of come to play. And sometimes maybe we all have that as well. We all have our unconscious biases towards others, and we have to learn how to kind of take a step back and fix it. Right. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I feel like 
stereotypes are all across the board, right? We see them. We see them at home in the roles that we play within our families. We see them um, based on the color of your hair or the color of your skin. Like oftentimes I'm associated with not being as smart as the other population that doesn't have blonde hair, right? Because everybody thinks that blondes are not as smart as the rest of us. And so it can really be anything as far as culturally to the color of your hair or even the color of your skin. So there does need to be something done so that we can learn to get these stereotypes, better approach stereotypes, right? And how we navigate these situations that we come in contact with based on them. I agree, Lindsay. All right, so at this time I want to kind of introduce our student guest speakers. We have Dean, Jewel, Charles, and Caleb Burnett with us. And so please introduce yourselves. And also I want you to talk about your own experiences with stereotypes. Hi, I'm Caleb Burnett. Um, I've dealt with stereotypes several different ways in, in Centenary. Um, some of the ways is from my color and being black, just like and where I'm from. I'm from Trenton. And like the stereotype there is like, you know, like it's like very violent and like a lot of gangs and stuff like that. So like I feel like people look at me like, oh, like a certain way just because I'm from that area and because I'm black and maybe how I dress and the fact that um, I'm gay as well. So I feel like I just get stereotyped even more like by being a gay black female. I'm D'Angelo. I dealt with some of the similar stereotypes. I'm from North, so kind of like the same reputation and it's more of North and a lot more people from the school's partnership come from that area too. So it's like they don't see no type of way, but then it's like it's complicated because when you come to the secondary community, the actual community here, they'll look at you a certain type of way. And it's not, it seems like it's more natural. Like they do it without realizing, do it without like actually having to understand and actually understanding where where I'm actually coming from, never actually been down that way or anything. They just assume, and yeah. So like I haven't really dealt with stereotypes till I came here. To be honest, so I've never really been with around different type of people than me till I came to Sunday. Okay, and D'Angelo, can you um can you tell me like are there any things that you have done to kind of um, resist those stereotypes or make a change or so a lot of the time for myself I just stay to myself most of the time so people could people have assumptions regardless but I make sure I do my part to keep a certain image I don't show everybody everything I do mm-hmm. keep a lot of things private mm-hmm. and I try to do more good things like I participate in a couple community service events here I'm in an EOP pro- we're both in an EOP program so we got a couple positive things on our belt that kind of combat with the stereotypes right a lot of positive things mm-hmm. also my freshman year I felt like I dealt with a lot of stereotyping because when I first got here it's like oh she's this black girl from like Trenton area so I felt like they judged me off of that like I don't want to say certain names but just like certain people in the community I was kind of judged off that maybe because we're stronger but that doesn't make it right to me just because of what we've been through like we're stronger people, so. So can you talk a little bit about how you feel these stereotypes influence your behavior? So when you felt that way in those situations, 
what was your behavior? What was your way to react? Um, I will continue being myself because mm -hmm. regardless if you don't like me or not, I really don't care. I'm going to be me, mm -hmm. be 100% me because a lot of people do like me. And I ended up gaining a lot of people that do like me here in my fourth year. So I say that worked the best. Just be yourself. Or... That's awesome. And you, by putting these stereotypes aside, we're allowing ourselves the opportunity to create more meaningful connections with other people that you may not have had the opportunity to do, right? Yes. So I think that's really important that you learned from that situation and that experience and you were able to grow in yourself. You're now a fourth year student, you're involved in EOP, you're involved in community service and you're doing all these things and building yourself up and that's going to help you when you leave Satinary and when you go and you get your job, right? So I think that's really important that you were able to put those situations aside and um, build up from it. I agree, Lindsay. So do you feel like being stereotyped on campus or in a classroom setting can affect your academic success? I feel like in regards to professors, I feel like as a professional, you shouldn't let your personal ideas or thoughts or perceptions of a certain type of a certain group of people affect how you interact with your students at, at the end of the day that's the career you chose and you have to deal with people it's just like business where like we both business management degrees like we're both business management majors that's what i meant to say and a part of our major is mandatory to network and that's kind of similar to professors their network with students new students every semester new students every day probably students that don't even teach they still meet with them they still come in contact with them so feel like stereotypes have no business in the workplace in certain environments, but same time it's unavoidable because people only know what they're taught. Right. So do you, on the other side of things, do you ever find yourselves feeding off of stereotypes about other people? So, for example, I feel like stereotypes can often be very natural, right? Yeah, I'm going to be real. Yes, I have, but I try not to. I'm aware of it and like I try not to. I'm not perfect, but yes, I do tend to do that. But. Right, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it is a natural assumption mm -hmm. that we sometimes make, right? And it's if we have these thoughts or these feelings towards a person or a group of people, we really need to learn how to put those thoughts aside and give the person the opportunity to show who they really are. Mm -hmm. And you both kind of gave us examples of that and how you were able to put those aside. Um, yeah. uh, what about you, Daniel? For me, I feel like it's kind of different because my background, I come from a mixed cultural background. My pop, my father is Haitian, my mom is Puerto Rican. And so, you know, about both of the communities, a lot of different people. I got a lot of different cousins that don't look anything like me. My mom's side, I have cousins that are very pale, and I got cousins darker than me. My dad's side, same thing. Because I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's kind of different. Because I've been around more of a wide range of people in my life. Even though if North being over there, it wasn't a, the white community is not large at all. I think we probably had about two to three white white Caucasian students that I graduated with in my class. Mm -hmm. So I feel like now being here, I'm in a more I'm in a PWR. Feel me? I'm in a primarily primarily white neighbor like environment. Hackettstown. So you know Hackettstown, you know the reputation, you know type of people that you're around. So that's the only difference. But even then. I don't really I don't really speak to a lot of people, so I don't really come in contact with a lot of people. 
do you think that coming from urban communities and then coming into a predominantly white community campus, you do subconsciously stereotype? You know, let's talk about your experience when you first came in. Uh, so when I first came to Seminary, like, when I first came, it was during the summer, and I was still around, so it's like, I was still around a lot of more Hispanic people, and, well, like, it was a couple, like, other black students in the EOP some program, but it was, we had one white kid, and, so, I mean, I never, like, when I first met him, I was looked at him, like, who is this? Never seen him, like, so, I mean, I was, kind of, <laughs> like, I was nervous, like, I wasn't nervous, like, scared or anything, but, like, I'm, like, like it was different. This? Like, yeah. yeah. So, that was your stereotype. A different type of person yeah. than me, but. Let me say, Tom, felt like it's, you got to meet people before you make judgment. Exactly. And that's that's exactly what we're getting at. You know, it's very important to, yeah, first impressions don't necessarily indicate who you are. Exactly. So it's important for us to get to know people, not just by how they dress or the color of their skin or, or you their know, hair. Their, or their hair, <laughs> right? Or where they come from what cities they grew up in. You know, it doesn't indicate us as people who we are. So, yes, it's important for us to get to know someone. And then, you know, if you want to be friends or if you want to keep people at a distance, that's ultimately your choice. But stereotyping, we have to eventually kind of be more aware of our actions, our thought process, and try to work with that. Right. So what is something you would change if you could, to remove stereotypes? Or how can we avoid stereotypes? Specifically on campus, is there anything uh, you think? I feel like in order to avoid stereotypes, first you got to acknowledge them. Okay. So, I mean, you got to acknowledge when, like, it's a nat- it's, part of it is natural. Like, a lot of it is what you're taught. Like, like I feel like, like, 85 to 90% of it is what you're taught. And then the other, like, 10 to 15% is what you decide to believe. So, mm. Like it's also it also takes adver- adversity to build character. So it's like depends on what type of people you. It depends on what type of person you are. I feel like it all starts with the parents. So can't really blame a person for what they're being taught, what they always been around. Coming to, and then when they get around new people, they won't know how to react. They get stuck. A lot of people get nervous. A lot of people get scared. A lot of people try to avoid it. But so at the same time, you can't avoid it. It's not avoidable, especially if you want to be successful in the real world. You got to network, you got to meet new people, you got to meet people with all different types of backgrounds. So you have to have an open mind with everything, open mind approach with everything. Absolutely. What about you, Kayla? I think some events could help. Events including all different types of people and getting everyone together. What DA said as well, like, it comes from home, really, and learning. You could you could teach people different ways, but we're all grown now. So yeah. I don't know if that will really help, but... I think events and stuff, the best you could do is just teach people. And if they want to learn, they'll learn. Yeah. Ultimately, you know, we are responsible. As adults, we're responsible for how we react, act, feel, right? So, yes, we can be children learning from our parents, whether learning love or hate. But ultimately, we have to learn to grow and evolve, right? And get to know people for who they are. And And Diana, sorry to cut you off there. Do you think that we can learn and grow even as we age and mature? Like, do you think that's an an opportunity for us? Absolutely. I think we should 
all be evolving and growing each day. Right, exactly. To learn from our own experiences and from other people. Yeah. To and be I, more open-minded. Mm-hmm, definitely. And I think college is a great environment in order to do that, right? You both said that you came to Hackettstown. It's different than what you grew up, right? The, the environment is different. The people you're around are different. But you were able to start fresh and kind of use those experiences to grow into what you are now. And so I think it is important because, like the angel said, the experiences, the people that we meet, they're only going to help us when we leave Satinary and when we get our jobs and things like that. So while it is hard sometimes to train our mind and our brain and to think differently, it definitely can happen. But we have to be open-minded, like you said, in order to do that. I agree. And, you know, and you're absolutely right, Kayla. You, you're saying, you said that, events. You know, getting people to events with different, amongst different cultures and educating people. Now, how can we do that? Let's say we would put something together. How can we do that and get students to come? That's, that's, that's a, a barrier for us, right? Rewards. Rewards? Okay. <laughs> you win something. Okay. Something. <laughs> no, that's honest. And you know, that gets anybody anywhere, right? I mean, if you look at the bingo event the other day, that was the most people that came to the event that I've seen, more than a lot of the multicultural events. It seemed like it was competitive up there, like competing okay. with those types of events. That's good to know. Yeah, thank you. I, I truly <laughs> We got to get on it. the bingo boat, Diana. <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of bouncing off of that, what is something that could be done, if anything, to help the centenary community be more conscious of their stereotypes so i know we mentioned events um do you think there's anything else that we could do to help support students in being more mindful when working with others well like there's still i feel like even though veterinary is one community because it's a college campus everybody a lot of people know each other or a lot of people know somebody that knows somebody here mm-hmm. but i feel like it's a lot of leaders in certain communities like certain groups certain, certain people that are more well are more well known or more outspoken than others. A lot of people tend to stay to themselves, and a lot of people tend to stay off campus, even though they dorm here. So I feel like certain people that's well known in certain communities could bring them together. Like, right. you know okay, yeah, all right. Um, so, so we also want to talk a little bit about bias awareness and what that is and what that looks like. So bias awareness is being mindful of our unconscious prejudices so that we can respect and value without reading into misconceptions about others. So, Lindsay, how can we train ourselves to be more mindful of our unconscious prejudices? Um, so I, I do think, for example, challenging these stereotypes. Right. right. So Perhaps, let's say, someone comes in and they are making a joke about where I'm from, mm-hmm. right? Perhaps challenging them, asking them, you know, why is that the first thing that comes to your mind? Why not try to get to know me first? Right. Right. Just challenging on how they came to saying that, to commenting, um, making that comment, specific comment. Um, I think also looking for people's different point of view, like looking at their their point of view and trying to understand understand and perhaps, you know, put yourself in their position 
um, in certain ways. Obviously, that doesn't work for everything. Right. Some things are just, they're not in this, you, you, it doesn't fall into place like that. Right. Um, they don't always have the same mindset or viewpoints. Yeah. So right. that could be tricky, but definitely looking in the best interest of yourself and what they might be feeling or thinking. Yes. I also think it's important in ways to do that is by spending time with people who are different than yourself. So getting like both D'Angel and Kayla mentioned, getting to know other people, coming together through events, being open-minded can help us to be more mindful of those unconscious prejudices, right? And also like challenging our assumptions that we have about people and kind of giving ourselves the opportunity to think differently about them. Absolutely. I agree. And just like, for example, D'Angelo, when you said you came in or you came from somewhere where it was like a culture shock when you came here, right? So it was a culture shock and you had to, in some ways, spend time, whether in a classroom or at an event or, for example, EOP, you had to spend time with people that have that are different than yourself or different views. So was that, did you find that challenging? Well, like with people that, a lot of people that are EOP, even though even a lot of them look like me still, a lot of them are still different types of people than I am. A lot of people, a lot of people lack certain experiences to really understand the way I am or why I approach things certain approach or why the way I talk, the way I speak, the way I do everything. But, I mean, a lot of people tend to, a lot of people don't understand it, and a lot of people you know, tend to avoid it, too. It's really complicated. Like, yeah. A lot of people tend to say to themselves, like, naturally, tend to, if they if they see something different, they see something that's not really recognizable, they tend to avoid it, stay away from it. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. And, like you said, like, some people may not be conscious of that. Um, so this is where we we have to hold ourselves responsible and I think it's important that we spread awareness because it starts with us, mm-hmm. right? So it's your responsibility, Kayla. It's your responsibility, D'Angelo. It's your responsibility, Lindsay, and it's my responsibility. Mm-hmm. So to be aware to, or become aware of our own biases and our own stereotypes and we move on, we move forward to spread awareness because if not, if we don't all work together, and try to spread spread awareness um, and educate people. Then how how do we avoid it? How do we stop it? Or does it continue? Are we okay with that continuing? And I think another big thing we all need to do is value ourselves and our backgrounds, where we've come from, what we do, and not let certain things or stereotypes identify us because that's not always the case and so we really need to learn how to value who we are and what we bring to the table and do not let that interfere with our success absolutely i agree all right well thank you so much kayla the angel yes so thanks for listening to our multicultural topics and education series our next podcast will be about college adjustment expectation versus reality with two special guests You can access our podcast every other Thursday through the WNTI or on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for having us.